and welcome to No Such Thing as a Bad Movie Podcast. I'm April Atmansky, and I'm here today with... Justin DeClue. And Colin Cunningham. And today we're talking about a virus, <laughs> not a COVID virus. That's for darn sure. A computer yeah, this one virus. hits a little close to home, you know, with the virus going around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, after all those, like, you know, Borg machines we've been fighting the past few years. Yeah, fortunately, this virus has absolutely nothing to do with a regular virus. In fact... It should probably not even be called virus, even though that's what the comic was called. <laughs> they kind of explain it. Yeah, this is a Dark Horse comic, uh, mm-hmm. which I did not know until, yeah, I was wondering why Dark Horse was credited at the beginning. But, I did my due diligence, and I flipped through the four issues of the comic book before really? recording this podcast. It's fairly similar. Just bigger stuff, like there's planes crashing, uh, the big monster at the end has two buzzsaws for hands, and like, oh. go from boat to boat at the, oh, in the man. finale. That would have been pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Colin, you picked this movie. Um, why? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Colin's like, I need something that's like Supernova. <laughs> kind of. It's kind yeah. of similar to Supernova. It, it, it fits in line with like Deep Rising or Ghost Ship. It feels. It felt very similar to like Ghost Ship. So I have dates here: Event Horizon, nineteen ninety-seven; Deep Rising, nineteen ninety-eight; Virus, nineteen ninety-nine. Wow. wow. So that probably was directly, inf- or just like, hey, I that think was in Virus the box came, office. Was shot in nineteen ninety-eight. So yeah, it was, was supposed to. Yeah, it was hmm. supposed to come out summer of ninety-eight, and then they pushed it. Mm. Um, but yeah, so I'm on this uh, Facebook group called uh, Crew Stories, mm-hmm. and people just like, you know, crew, actual crew members like talk shit about, you know, stories from the industry and whatnot. And then somebody had posted a picture from Virus. I think it was the special effects guy, Steve Johnson, like touching up one of the machines and people were kind of going off on Donald Sutherland and what a miserable like prick he was while shooting this movie. And you can tell in the movie, that's for <laughs> darn sure. Um, but yeah, it got to the point where he was like dictating to the director what like lenses he could be shot on, like focal lengths and stuff like that. And like, oh my God, I got to check this out. And it's a movie that I completely forgot about. So uh, did, had you seen it before? No, I've never seen it. So oh. I just watched. I know. I know the trailer. I'm mm-hmm. Pretty familiar with it. But uh, I have some shocking trivia for you guys. Do you know whose uh, favorite movie this is? Oh my god! Who? Take a guess. Take a guess. Someone that we know. Joe Bob Briggs. Steve Costanza. <laughs> <laughs> How could you know? Watching yeah, this film. You're true. kidding. Yeah. Oh, I he loves his, it. I thought it, his favorite movie was Robot Jocks. <laughs> uh, it's the style of his creatures through and through yeah. in this picture. Like the biomechanical kind of robot things. Yeah, oh, like Manborg. Yeah, for sure. I can, or, yeah. I can definitely see Man-Borg, that. The big, the, well, not big, but it's big. Yeah. The movie. yeah. <laughs> he loves to do it. those kind of like just kind of organic things over metal and broken. And yeah. I remember like sitting and watching this with him and being like, this is bad, man. And he's like, oh, well, you know, good special effects, which, you know, I'll give it. Good Steve Johnson special effects. They just kind of stand there. and they're yeah. Well, I got to say, yeah, they're fantastic. Like the designs, but just like how intricate and detailed they are. But yeah. we'll get back to it, yeah. I think, as we go through the plot that yeah. it could not be shot in a more boring way by poor old John Bruno. John Bruno. And I'm like, why do I recognize that name this guy holy shit he's like a visual effects guy and this oh, is yeah, he's you know, james cameron's visual effects guy this is the visual effects artist uh director curse right here <laughs> he's turned down the titanic to make this movie to do oh, the visual God. effects of the titanic yeah. yeah this guy um holy shit what a career like on his imdb page he started yeah. out as an animator in 1970 <sighs> um 
that's insane. And he uh, directed one of the segments in the original heavy metal movie. In like yeah, he di- mm. he directed the one that's all rotoscoped. The oh, one okay. where it's a spaceman falling from the sky. Yeah, it's called Soft Landing, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then his VFX credits are insane. He worked on the original Poltergeist, Ghostbusters, The Abyss, T2, all the way up to like Avatar, and that um, Tom Hanks movie, Greyhound, that just sort of Yeah, he's up. still working to this day. Yeah. So he's still like... Oh, that's the one with Tom Hanks and a robot, right? No, no. It's, it's actually not. It, <laughs> Tom no, Hanks in a boat. I think it's like World War II or something. Oh, like a, I'm thinking of another Tom Hanks movie where he's with You're thinking virus. of Finch. Finch. Right. Yeah. That's out What now, are you doing, right? Tom? <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, so yeah, this is the first feature. I think the last feature too. He co-directed that T two Battle Through Time, which I think is like a ride. That? That, oh, great ride! Oh, it, Universal. It ride. Oh, no, yeah, Universal. No, yeah, it is it's the Disney <laughs> one. MGM, maybe? Uh, no, it's Universal because I, I I saw it. Oh, and it's a great ride. Uh, uh, it's really good. It's like a three D Terminator ride where you go into like this theater and it shows like you know John Connor's talking to the screen. Come on. So did you ride it? You don't ride it. You kind of just st- stand in the theater. Oh, but it's like a big show. Like kinda. there's an Arnold impersonator that like rides out on a motorcycle of like explosions go off in the theater. Yeah, they Whoa. come in and out of the stage and stuff like that. And then these robots and then they fight the T1 million at the end. That's right. And then it comes out of the screen. It's oh like a 3D God. movie. It's so funny. Uh, um, which begs the question. And I feel like we've discussed this recently <laughs> where the Terminator's like, I knew him in uh, college. We, sh- we were dorm mates or something like that. And it's like, wait a minute. I have a lot of questions. The T1 million? <laughs> no, I think another Terminator who just blows up with a shotgun. It's interesting, like, um, how, like, the process of make, going from movie to ride mm-hmm. and, like, how they're often, like, directed by director, like, film directors. Yeah. Well, James Cameron actually directed, yeah. uh, like, directed it. And, you know, Schwarzenegger <clears throat> was in it. The entire cast was in it. Um, so I guess he co-directed that as well. Well, good for him. Yeah. Uh, and he never directed another movie again. And well, came the virus he and went, yeah. I will learn none of the lessons James Cameron <laughs> taught me. Yeah. I'm going to go uh, well, maybe uh, back to working with James Cameron. Maybe I can I learn liked a few things. Virus because it was so stupid. Um, <laughs> it is very stupid. It's a really like, it's a fun, bad movie that nobody talks about. Maybe it's not the greatest, but it's a little like, dull. It's funny because it's so, yeah. the performances are terrible. Everyone's terrible and some really cool practical effects. Yeah. It, if this was made in like the mid 80s, I feel. <laughs> feel like we'd be like yeah but because it's the late 90s there is that sheen as colin said of dullness over it yeah, yeah it is very dull but i was very very shocked to learn that it was 1999 because at the end when the giant robot is cg all of a sudden not bad looking um and I'm i like, mean Wait it a didn't minute. look great um good animation and i was like oh shit i, I must have thought this was like early 1990s or something like 94 95 so I was kind of shocked at the quality of the VFX. Was usually, it 99? Uh, it was 99, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, And it's Phil Tippett Studio that uh, did the effects. They're always known for their amazing animation. Yeah, they did Bugs everything. and Starship Troopers. Uh, great animators. But there's not there. a ton of CGI in this, thank no, goodness, no. because it just wasn't... It seemed like CGI just wasn't quite 
there and I could so like I could really tell when it was not you could the stop or well, um, any stop motion but like puppetry or whatever anytime when the uh, the robot is actually moving it's uh it's CG <laughs> unless it's the just big basic. robot yeah. all the other ones just kind of stand in the hall <laughs> yeah, and they, they can't do. really do too much that's what I was saying like why don't they just run the other way it can't it can't really get them I know they're on a boat but okay here's my major problem with this movie mm. it all takes place on a boat and that poster really makes it look like a space sci-fi thing. <laughs> and we're in space for like the first five minutes. Yeah, this is really <laughs> funny. So we open up on this Russian ship in the middle of the ocean. And I guess they're doing a data link up with the Mir space station for some reason. Yeah, it's Don't like a big, big space station. They introduce like the Russian crew. And then this Russian woman who comes back later in the movie. I don't know why, why she appears to have like boned everybody on the crew like the captain is like Nadia and he's like feeling her shoulder and then you know she's hitting on the the guy on the mirror space station and like you know she's putting her pencil in her mouth and like mm. isn't like one of them her husband I don't know I'm not sure which one I don't know <laughs> well she's clearly like hitting on the mirror space station guy and they're she's like just oh flirty. Nadia Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. I guess. Um, yes, she's a terrible actress. Uh, and like, yeah, well, then why everything just her out. So like, out of all these classic people. April. Just you know, the axe comes down on one actress per movie. <laughs> oh my god! It's a uh, inter- the- what is it? Internal internalized misogyny. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I suffer from that. Um, but yeah, so we got a uh, anomaly that just starts like floating towards the space yeah, station. Doesn't look, that look kind of cool? It almost looks like one of Silly. the creatures from the abyss. It's mm-hmm. like this purple and blue glowing... They just recycled the elements that they <laughs> yeah, had. They They're did. like, use yeah. it for the opening. Which is funny because I was reading the trivia today and they did recycle some stuff from the abyss. Uh, the model ships... Oh, really? They're yeah. from the Abyss? They're just like repainted. And I guess oh. like, yeah, they just like. And you know who else recycled whole scenes from this movie? <laughs> Jim Wynorski. <laughs> for... Really? Really? Like you yeah, just used for the footage? A two... Oh, yeah. So Jim Wynorski went on a run for a while in the early 2000s where he knew somebody at like Universal or one of those companies <laughs> and they would just sell him whatever footage that he wanted as long as like no actors are in it. <laughs> and <Nice>. so, <laughs> I mean, amazing. the one that I've seen is this lame pirate movie movie but it starts with an action scene where treat williams is driving a car in a red shirt and a brown jacket well, that's weird it's because he cuts in the action scene from the last action hero <laughs> yeah i think you posted that on twitter i a did while post back, a clip and i was like oh my god they even the do audacity. the shot of treat williams going like whoa when they do the jump <laughs> That's that's ballsy. Come on. And, uh, so uh, the virus footage appears in The Thing Below, a 2004 film I've never heard of Jim Wynorski made. That's hilarious. So what is it just like the like ships in the storm or something like oh, that? Oh, I feel they probably use probably some special effects stuff too, if they could. Oh, like, that's, that's crazy that you can just buy like footage. I don't from think movies. he should have been able to, but someone signed <laughs> off on it. So I feel like it's more it common happened. now. I've, I've heard more and more about that, like just studios like selling stuff that they didn't use as long as it's not too recognizable and people yeah, I don't like think anyone thought they would be as brazen as jim y north <laughs> the entire sequence the action hero oh it's so funny yeah um so anyway this anomaly comes and just it just like why, why is treat williams dressed up like darth vader <laughs> he's so like funny. i was going to a costume party <laughs> uh. anyway this anomaly uh it like 
yeah blows up everything and yeah it like kind of, absorbs into the ship right yeah it's like the uh it's how the fantastic four got formed <laughs> yeah like, it like electrifies the the space station and then the space station beams down the signal to the the ship on earth uh and i and guess it, it kind of like falls to earth right or just the signal goes to earth the signal goes to earth and it's absorbed by the the ship and i guess the whatever it's like a computer virus that gets into the ship systems or something it's like that. It's very much like the thing. Yeah. Where it came of. from space mm-hmm. and then it goes to this like, you know, uh industrial crew mm-hmm. and it, it like starts like reproducing. Only this time it's machines. <laughs> I was hoping you would say this time it's personal. <laughs> <laughs> well, but then it's like mach- not spoiler, it's machines blended with human parts yeah well the movie <laughs> does a, to explain the movie does a good job of spoiling itself like very early on yeah um but first you know we're introduced to like it's like this salvage tug called the sea star uh, it's in the middle of the storm it's like a hurricane and it's i don't know towing a ship of like cargo containers it's got a huge thing of cargo that donald sutherland refuses to let go. He's really, really obsessed with it for some reason. Billy Baldwin, who I did not know was in this movie. (laughs) It was like a secret Baldwin. I was like, oh my God. Uh, Billy Baldwin was having a great couple of years. He was in Backdraft. He was in (laughs) Sliver, the William Friedkin film, I think. Joe Esterhausen. And he was also in Flatliners. Oh yeah. Wow, that's quite a run. The only thing I know him from reading his imdb other than that is he has a really funny role in the squid and the whale where he plays the tennis coach oh you know i I saw that that not too long ago i don't even remember him being in it (laughs) he's a guy who's like uh i think he's like come on man come on bro and jeff daniels is like jealous of him because he's in a relationship with uh, yeah the boy's mother yeah yeah that's a really depressing but i mean you not remembering Billy Baldwin is in something, it's probably pretty uh, normal for Billy Baldwin. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, people don't really remember Aww, me. He's, he's the pretty Baldwin. He ain't what? that pretty. How dare you say that when Daniel Baldwin is standing right there, <laughs> oh, the more rotund Alec Baldwin. <laughs> he's like what yeah. Alec Baldwin will be will become. He's like the, the Baldwin of future past. <laughs> oh, wait, so future are they past. Yeah, it's like a Christmas Carol. It's like <laughs> Billy Baldwin is young Baldwin. Uh, Daniel Baldwin is, I guess. Uh, few, oh, but who's Stephen Baldwin then? Yeah, he's like the one they don't talk about. He's like the, yeah. he's, he's, he's like, like the chapter we cut. I know he's death. The lesser. He's, like, he's the one that they chain up in the attic. Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about Igor Baldwin. Yeah, Leave exactly. him alone. He's the experiment that went wrong. The cloning experiment that went wrong. Um, yeah, so he wants he wants the captain to like you know cut the the cargo container ship loose because it's going to drag them down in the storm. Donald Sutherland is not having it. Uh, Donald Sutherland, I don't know what accent he is doing in this movie. It's like one minute it's like the sea captain, uh, the next minute it's like Irish for some reason, and then it's just his normal accent. And then it's just his normal accent. I don't know what is. Oh my god. He, he's just like testing the director because, you know, it's like first time director. He's just like, I don't care. Let's just see if well, he's going to call me out on any of this. Yeah. The character is drunk and I think he was drunk. I don't. Yeah, I think so. He's just he has absolutely no respect for this movie at all. Oh, and no. it is blatant in his performance. Oh, yeah. You haven't even mentioned who stars in this film. It's yep. Jamie Lee Curtis. And, yeah. Oh, boy. I feel so bad for her in this. Well, she has said publicly, I was reading comments mm. about this movie that's 
it's the worst movie she's ever done. She's like, mm-hmm. it's a stinking but pile of shit. Let's and, look at her IMDb <laughs> and we'll be the judge of that. She, there's there's got to be at least four Halloween movies that are worse She than also this. admitted to trying to get the director fired because the movie was bad. Yeah. She thought the movie was bad. And she wanted him replaced with Steve Miner, who I think directed <laughs> Halloween get H2O. Get a real auteur on here, Steve Miner. <laughs> yeah, you could do worse than Steve Miner, but... Um, yeah, Mr. Soul Man himself. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I mean, she's giving it a her all in this as much as she can. Yeah. There's only so much she could do. She's not, she's not like super cheesy like the rest of the, she's the very, she's, she seems so out of place in this movie. Mm. And she turns into like the screaming damsel in distress that has to be saved at the end. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, she gets uh, saved by Billy Baldwin and like, She's like, he's like, you got to go out of here. I'm s-. Anyway, and spoiler th- alert. Yeah. <laughs> and Cliff Curtis, another Curtis. Um, <laughs> Cliff Curtis, who just gets, I mean, yeah. every time I think about this movie, he just kind of gets uh, knocked off screen. And I know. It's like, where's Cliff Curtis go? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> but like at the beginning of the movie, which is kind of where we're at during the storm, we almost lose Cliff Curtis because the anchor goes into oh no no, boat. no oh wait no that's, that's later right yeah, that's, that's after later. the storm yeah, right yeah, we're yeah. still we're still film, on i feel the... like we're gonna get a lot of stuff all over the place because <laughs> because it's, it's all one location yeah it's confusing. exactly <laughs> yeah there's like you know uh i don't know the bridge are we in this hallway scene exactly. or are we in sick bay it's there's the, only so many places a lot of dark hallways we also skipped my favorite character marshall bell uh, oh my Quato god from total recall and the weasel from starship troopers he's like we gotta get out of here oh, he's yeah. been playing a similar character in this movie um yeah i think he can only really do one thing he's playing the uh, not as charming uh kevin j o'connor role yeah kind of uh, yeah i can see that who's that that's the guy from uh blade runner the mummy you would know no, him no. from he's uh oh. benny <laughs> yeah you mentioned like that when we were watching that no, yeah come on. come on yeah he sucks he's there to be like the cowardly guy. he's so cowardly in this movie but it's like why would you even have him on the ship because he lasts so long he does which is so shocking um you expect him to die immediately at one point he's like afraid of like getting in the water too i'm like why are you on a boat (laughs) for 25 years donald Sutherland says (laughs) (laughs) i guess the money's good i don't how does donald sutherland and marshall bell like survive that long on the on the ocean yeah it's three stooges rules you just don't ask any questions they just (laughs) have this job and they've always had it it's like the first time you see marshall bell he's like drinking out of he's got this flask of whiskey that he's chugging on the on the bridge so he's a drunk too he's a drunk we too two, we got two you drunk got Don- captains yeah it's just so bizarre um but anyway so the storm is just insane and they do mm. end up losing the cargo and donald sutherland <laughs> is beside himself and you never find out why like <laughs> no. yeah i guess he doesn't want to lose the money he would have made well his his lack of reaction is so funny because at one point billy baldwin wants to cut them loose and uh donald sutherland pulls a gun on him like he's about to murder Billy Baldwin (laughs) so he doesn't lose this cargo and then seconds later the cargo ship sinks and then Donald Sutherland just goes oh different uh, from the comic book Uh, in the comic book the Billy Baldwin character blows up the cargo with a flare oh really wow well I was like oh he must have been like secretly smuggling drugs or something because he is like we can't lose this cargo and they're like it's us or the cargo like we're it's a horrible storm it's life or death and uh speaking of life or death he's so upset about this that uh donald sutherland uh, almost shoots himself with that gun this is my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> and the reason for it is it's one of my favorite things of old washed up actors 
that are trapped in genre film sometimes have a scene where they basically reference that they don't want to be in this movie. And in this one, it's Donald Sutherland looking at a photo of his young self and going, I failed you, lad. See, I was <laughs> like, is that his son? Meta commentary on the fact that he's stuck in virus. Yeah, I, but we didn't know who that was. And then seconds later, when they cut back to him, uh, he's putting a bullet in a gun <laughs> and sticking the gun in and his he's mouth. He's had a virus before. Yeah. I love that. He's got the gun in his mouth, and then they're like, Captain, we found a of Russian course. ship. And he's like, I'm busy. Of course, knock, knock, knock. Comes <laughs> yeah. at the opportune time. Um, and yeah, so they find this big like Russian ship. Yeah, I think they see it on the radar or something. So it's the ship from the opening scene. Um, is it like an know. ocean liner or something? No, no, no. I don't it's... know what an ocean liner is. No, ocean liner is like from... Uh... Is that like a cruise ship? Yeah. Okay, so it's big, but it's not that big. It's pretty Well, big. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis knows what it is instantly just by pulling a book out. It's... She's like, it's a Russian liner. What is yeah. this book? <laughs> like what? <laughs> uh, Russian ships and where to find yeah. them? I don't know. The big I guess book so. of Russian ships. Yeah, she says... Uh, the big book oh, she... of Russian ships. She looks, she looks Russian, and then she like just opens this book up right to the page, and there it is. There's like a picture of this thing. It's like how you can tell the make of a car is... Is that it? I guess. But she's like, oh, you know, this many crew. It's got, you know, parabolic dishes on it and blah, blah, blah. And then they specifically mention that it has, like, advanced robotics facilities. Top on the of the line. <laughs> they keep saying top of the line. Okay. So don't be shocked when you literally see robots building themselves. <laughs> like, it's probably the top say... of the line robotics. Yeah, it's like, why would it need a robot? Like, I think they say, like, five robotics labs or something like that on this ship. It's That's weird. insane. Um, and I was like, why the fuck? <laughs> Are they doing robotics in the middle of the ocean? I don't know. I don't know. Who Maybe. knows what the hell the whole International Waters April. They <laughs> can do whatever you want. We can experiment want. with uh, short circuit looking things. <laughs> yeah. Essentially. Short, short circuit mixed with like. Wally. The, <laughs> the Matrix uh, like squiddies and stuff. A like little that. bit, but they're, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of like uh, wires and stuff that look like. Like the kind of like multiple But that's red the eyes. thing. I don't know if those were there already or if that was all so. the virus created. Them. So it, there was maybe just a bunch of spare parts in the robotics I think it's, lab? Yeah, I think it's implied that the, the virus just like uses any of the scrap that it finds around it. Is that in the comic, Justin? Any answer on no, that? No, there is no <laughs> robots already there. Yeah, the virus did all that work. Yeah, there you go. All right. Um, so they board. Yeah, they board the ship. I guess they're like a salvage vessel. They've already lost like all this precious cargo. So they're like, hey, ship stranded with nobody on board. Uh and then the guy says it's like worth three hundred million dollars. Yeah, that one guy's like really, really happy, but he cannot stop smiling like ridiculously. And Donald Sutherland is like the same thing. He's like, "We're going to sell this ship," and I was like, <laughs> "What?" And then Colin explained to me that's something that you can apparently do. Well, Jamie, sell it back to the government. Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, that's what he says. Yeah, but Jamie Lee Curtis says uh, something about maritime law that if you, yeah, I guess it's like any salvage that you find, and as long as nobody's alive on the ship. Uh, you can like take it back to, to shore and whatever, get money for it, sell it to somebody. I mean, Donald Sutherland thinks it's a great idea. And then yeah. he's like, yeah. and then Jamie Lee Curtis is like, well, if it's really abandoned, we, we could find somebody on this ship. And he goes, let's hope we don't. Or she's like so, something about, he basically says like, I hope everyone on here is dead. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? And what if they're mean? not, I'm going to kill them. That's what was unsaid. As he's loading up his gun. <laughs> and now we enter the everybody walking around hallways oh for at least 20 minutes. Get used to it. They're discovering the ship. 
but I think it's implied that you kind of meet the uh, the surly crew members. We've got like you know Cliff uh, Cliff Curtis. I was gonna say Cliff Richards, but Cliff uh, Curtis is Cliff named Curtis. Uh, what's his name? Uh, oh, like Maki or something or Taki Taco Pico. Ooh. Yeah, uh, uh, on IMDb it's H I K O Hiko so. and Squeaky. Uh, we haven't mentioned Squeaky yet. Uh, Julio Oscar yeah. Machozo, guy who's in like a bajillion things. Yeah, you he's know. in a lot of Robert Rodriguez stuff, late period mm-hmm. Robert Rodriguez stuff. Yeah, I was it, like, as the movie went on, <laughs> I'm like, I know this guy. I'm like, he looks like oh, he's in so many. He things. looks like if you took Steven Seagal, Joe <laughs> Montaigne. And, and, and Kevin Pollock <laughs> and merged them he's together. He's got a Kevin Pollock thing going on. I'm yeah, not so sure about. Oh, he's very so small, well. I guess. So that's why they call him Squeaky. Yeah, and I think that's all the characters we mentioned. Uh, no, nope. uh, we missed one. We missed Sherman Augustus as Richie. Yeah, Richie. Uh, he's the black dude, the engineer. Richie. Yeah. Yeah. Also, we forgot to mention that Cliff Curtis has like badass tattoos. Yeah, all he's over got his these face. like Maori Maori tattoos. <laughs> Pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, and actually using his uh, New yeah. Zealand accent. Yeah, he never gets to do that. At least not in anything I've seen. I don't think him. I've seen him in anything where he gets to use his accent. Um, yeah. So that was fun. I like Cliff Curtis. Yeah, he's good. I like him. Um, yeah, so now uh, Baldwin and Squeaky are walking around <laughs> the ship. <laughs> it's just funny. This is a funny sentence. Baldwin and Squeaky. Squeaky just walking around, you know, two buds, Laurel and Hardy of the 1999 oh my God. deep uh, rising ripoff film. <laughs> yeah. This takes forever. I don't know. They've got to like, somebody got to do a super cut of like just people walking in dark hallways. It's probably Ugh. like an yeah. hour and 20 minutes of this. And they run into movie. these little machines and it has to be dark so they can kind of hide it. You know, this is so annoying because they, they go cause the, they've discovered that the power's off on the ship. So they go to find the, I don't know, power. They go back to the engine room or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then they turn the power back on and the movie just spoils everything. It shows like the robotics lab with all these robots, uh, they're all just right there. The, well, the, it does take 40 minutes to get to that point. Yeah, it's true. I it's guess. true. But it's just like, okay, how about some suspense? Like, you know. And they do not blink. They're like, hey, there's robots that are building themselves. And William Baldwin's yeah. like, yeah, okay, come, come back, though. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> all right. I mean, I, this scene, though, like when you see them all moving and stuff is really cool because there's all these like mechanical arms yeah. and like little like machine looking things that kind of look like bugs we, it's yeah just we, we so much we get a much better look at it later uh yeah when richie and marshall bell are like again walking around the ship everybody does it in twos <laughs> in this movie but uh yeah you get a quick glimpse of it here and then they show one of these like little kind of bug robots that's you know and around. billy baldwin's like all right come back and they're like okay but what if we went and poke them a little bit <laughs> which <Yeah>. they do <laughs> of course <laughs> Uh, very annoying thing. They've given the robots uh, this like pig squeal. Oh yeah, sound. that was so annoying. It's so shrill and loud. And it's just like we gotta make it sound like a monster Reed. somehow. But it's just like Reed. over and over, and like it doesn't sound mechanical. It sounds uh, organic. Yeah. And I guess that was the point. But it was annoying. Our, our cat did not like it. Yeah. Reed. <laughs> yeah. What if it was meowing like a cat? It was like meow, meow. <laughs> yeah. You might not. Like Classic anything. cat noises. <laughs> so Why, now those he, robots are meowing. Yeah. Now they're they're the. <laughs> woof, 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 woof. <laughs> Why is it always a pig squeal? Why not like a dog or I don't or like know. a I don't know like a an ox or a cow or something. Yeah. Yeah. It should just be like the Wilhelm scream, <laughs> just over and over. <laughs> or that other scream that's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> the how, I think it's the Howie. Is it yeah. the Howie scream? <laughs> oh, terrible. <laughs> terrible. Um, so, yeah, so they've got to maneuver the ship. So Cliff Curtis is getting the tug. I think Marshall Bell is probably driving. Probably a bad idea. Yeah, and he the, was. Ooh, the ship has come back to life. I guess it's in the computer system and drops an anchor right through their ship. Now, this effect looks pretty cool. Or maybe they really did it. I don't know. It's like it goes like breaks right through the wood and stuff. Yeah. I it wonder if good. It looked like a full size mock up of the ship. Yeah. Um, the, the one thing like the practical stuff in this movie, the robots look fantastic. The miniatures do too, but you can tell the scale is off a little bit. You can tell they're miniature boats. Yeah. Although Colin was saying the miniature ship is probably like, still huge huge like you have not to. Uh, really a miniature like yeah a anytime you're shooting with water uh water doesn't scale very well it's very easy to tell when water is uh when you're shooting in miniatures so in they probably had a pretty big tank so you have to yeah. you know build them really really large um mm-hmm. yeah but you, you can kind of tell but but still was a really Whatever. good model, yeah, right? Good. I think it was, I love that, that kind of stuff. I don't mind when you can tell, you know, because yeah. I'm like, hey, look at the little, like the artistry and the little details that they, they did. Yeah, you know? they do a really good job. Um, yeah, so the sea star, <laughs> sea star? Sea star. Sea star is sunk. Uh, Cliff Curtis is like injured as well. He like, you can't move. Yeah, and, and cowardly is... <laughs> guy like doesn't help him. The ship is sinking and he's putting his arm out to Marshall Bell like, help me. And Marshall Bell he runs goes, away. He's only like three feet away from him. <laughs> yeah, and he got, really he, no reason not to help and him. And he's looking at him and he goes, uh, I'm going to go get help. And there's like nobody else on this tug. Yeah. Um, so they're all like running to asshole. help him. Billy, but this is like the funniest thing. Billy Baldwin does like an ass jump. He like jumps ass first over the railing into the water. Uh, well, that's how you protect your legs, I guess. I guess, but he does this ass jump. It looks like he's going to like do some wrestling move or something like that, like a <laughs> yeah. power bomb on Cliff Curtis. But then, I mean, Billy Baldwin did have that 10-year um, wrestling career in the outsider <laughs> circuits. But he does, yeah. He does the ass the jump. The Baldwin! <laughs> and then they, oh. they cut to the very next shot, and uh, he's just going straight in with his legs straight down. So I was very well, disappointed. Okay. Well, then that's I think he just wanted to show here. off his ass. Probably. Oh, do you yeah. think he's been working out? He's like, I got virus. I got to show the, oh, the best is, parts of me to be uh, this, hired in this some is other my moment. Thrill. This is your moment. Yeah. He's like, has Billy Baldwin been trapped in like an N- um, CIS show? That feels like. That sounds right. The- feels right. Yeah. <laughs> I know Daniel Baldwin was on one of those shows. Do too. you know that Chris uh, O'Donnell has been doing an N, uh, one of those naval shows for 15 years? Really? Like, I had absolutely no like idea. Jag. Yeah. Something like that. How is there so many naval crimes? I don't. <laughs> Like, That's what I want to know. I don't know. I've never, listen, I've never watched a show. I never will. So I just like, I see it's like, you know, naval crimes, Los Angeles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it's like, okay. They found- I guess. I mean, I guess grandmas or grandpas like watching it. Oh. It's not. Oh, yeah. He's been on NCIS. I wasn't even joking. Los Angeles from 2009 to 2022. Holy wow. shit. That must 294 be, episodes. To land oh one of those God. shows as an actor is like gold mine. You're seeing dollar signs. But you have to be in the same show for, for 10, 15 years. You know, you like... It's a paycheck, Whatever. It's a, it's yeah. a steady paycheck. You know that thing is going to be watched by anybody that loves that shit. So, you know... <laughs> anybody grandpas. over the age of like 45 exactly. or the sick. Oh, Matlock's on. It's yeah. It's like, oh, I'll put on the NCIS whatever. Old ladies are really creepy because they always watch this like true crime shit and they watch all these like murder shows. And yeah, my grandma used to watch uh, 
was it NCIS? I don't know. One of those. My mom's always watching yeah. those like murder mysteries and, you know, true life documentaries. So it's either that or boat crime. <laughs> boat crime. Uh, nautical sea crime. crime? <laughs> yeah. Is, is, are, are they all nautical crime? Like why else would it be? That? I don't know. Or they just have to solve a murder on a ship. Or maybe like on a naval. <laughs> So if it's a murder on a ship, well, then they have to solve it. Now it's like murder on the Nile. Crime boats. People that are fans, uh, there's always a fjord, uh, that are fans <laughs> of these shows are like, you guys don't understand. It's not always a boat. Sometimes it's in front of the boat. <laughs> yeah, or on the dock. Well, it could be like on a naval base or something, you know? Maybe. How many murders are happening on naval bases? Uh, probably a lot, actually. Yeah, probably a lot. <laughs> yeah, let's be honest. They just sweep, you sweep them under the rug. And so there's NCIS Hawaii, NCIS New Orleans, <laughs> oh and NCIS God. Los Angeles. That oh. should keep like, you know, three quarters of the actors in Hollywood employed for it's the like next 40 years. That and the CSIs, like... Oh, yeah, seriously. they're different shows, right? Yeah. Now they've got like uh those like fireman shows it's like fire squad yeah or there's something. like are they all fire-based mysteries fire-based yes, crimes. No, there's like a fireman show there's a police show there's like everything that'd be amazing um, they're like dusting coast for guard show yeah they're dusting for fingerprints while like the building is on fire and stuff like that yeah <laughs> yeah donnie Wahlberg has been in one of those oh no he's on blue bloods Different show. Oh. But he's also been there for 12 years. Yeah, like a cop drama. You know, it's it's yeah. it's win-win for an actor. It's like steady work that pays a lot of money. Uh, nobody, you know, no one's going to notice that you're on a show like that because, mm-hmm. you know, people in the biz don't probably watch that crap. Yeah, so you, but like... You guys, still get time off to do your movies now and again. Oh, your movies. <laughs> your movies. What, you laughing? Donnie Wahlberg's not making any movies. <laughs> He's not, no. And neither is Chris O'Donnell. Yeah. Wait, I just showed you uh, a poster of a Billy Baldwin film. Just take a look at it, and we can discuss. Oh, my God. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Holy Jesus. Look, a Tubi original. <laughs> Never seen that before. That's oh. very funny. War of the Worlds Annihilation. Great time. Uh, he- Billy Baldwin looks like... He came out of Simone or something like that. He's yeah. on the cover. He looks like he's been merged with Pierce Brosnan. And, <laughs> yes. and then he has Jason Momoa eyebrows. And there's some great special effects in the background. And wait, <laughs> so the Earth is destroyed in yeah. this movie because that's what's on the poster. And number, I guess, seven is War of the Worlds a series? Like, is this an IP people love? Sure. I mean, why hey, it's not? It's in the public domain, so why not? War of the Worlds, Annihilation. Oh, maybe it's an adaptation of that 80s prog rock War of the Worlds album. Oh, yeah. Who did that? I remember hearing that. Uh, it's someone famous, and that uh, prog rock <laughs> album is great. I don't know how I don't know that. I love prog rock. Yeah, I remember that. Oh, you should check it out. I'm sure you could find it on Spotify. Yeah, my friend. No uh, fuck, who's, who did it? Oh, man. I remember listening to it at work, and I was like, what the hell is this? Well, you're not a prog rock fan like I am. I don't like the prog rock. And it's like a musical, too, yeah, it is. April. Okay, like, I need it, to listen to this. And the, was it the War It wasn't like sang? Frank Zappa, was it? No. No, it's a guy named uh, Jeff Wayne. Okay. And basically, he's only famous for the War of the Worlds album. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I'm interested. Um, all right. Back to let's virus. Get back to this back to okay. virus. Well, well, we don't need to include every scene where they're walking down dark hallways. Well, yeah, there's, there's a lot. <laughs> let's well, get to the to squeaky, the action. Squeaky is taken. Our beloved Squeaky. Yeah, and then no! they're looking for Squeaky the, the rest of the movie. We gotta but, find Squeaky. But there's no suspense. It's like he, you know, <laughs> you see the robot like bug thing that's 
running around in the tunnel and he hears the noise and he kind of sticks his face in. So you know what's going to happen. Yeah. There's like no attempt even at like building tension or anything like that. So he gets... I know it wasn't him, but a squeaky the actor in this was his big bushy mustache just reminded me of the guy in uhf <laughs> i don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie yeah. the guy who like had the pet he's show. like take that ridiculous thing off and he's wearing oh. like a big hat and he rips his mustache <laughs> off <laughs> i just saw that not too long ago <laughs> good movie that was a pandemic rewatch for oh, us i saw that in the theater Oh, nice. Oh, we should vote UHF as the 100th episode oh, oh. of No Such Thing as a Bad Movie. That's a good movie. We'd just be movie. talking about how, how funny every scene is. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Weird Al has never not been fun. That's yep. true. Uh, Back to virus. Yeah, Squeaky's taken, so now, you know, they've got to hunt the hallways. So now Richie and Marshall Bell team up. Uh, they come across, like, a weapon stash on this ship. What the hell was going on on this ship? We'll never know. One of the things we also will just never the know. The Russians. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they have like rocket launchers and everything. And then yeah, rocket launchers. And then they find it's like this missile bay or something. And uh, Marshall Bell's like, "What are these giant tubes that go out the ceiling?" And uh, Richie's like, "Oh, they're ejection tubes." Keep note of that for later. Yeah, wink, it's like, wink. oh, they can uh, hold one person each. I guess it's like I don't know if the ship is going to blow up. No spoiler. I thought maybe it was like an ejection for like a missile. Like it was like a shooting thing for a missile. He specifically says, <laughs> like a missile tube? Yeah. <laughs> but he specifically says, it's like, oh, it's like a, a emergency eject system. Yeah. Like, okay. And then it he would be funny if camera. like Jamie Lee Curtis's like skinless body is just ejected from the tube. <laughs> yeah. It's like, she gets this is not made for human beings. Into the air. Into, <laughs> yeah. So spoiler, she might use it later. Okay. So let's get to the sick pay scene. That's when things really start to heat up. Yeah. So yeah, they bring Cliff Curtis to the, to the med bay lab or whatever it's called. Yeah, because his and leg needs to be stitched up. First of all, so they're like, wow, 300 million, we're going to divvy it up between the <laughs> whole bunch of us, so it means like $3 million each. And uh, Donald Sutherland is asking Billy Baldwin, like, what are you going to do with your $3 million? And he's like, buy an island. Mm. It's like, what island can you buy for $3 million? Well, uh, a businessman called Jeffrey Epstein's <laughs> island is currently oh, up for sale. Probably. Like, are there islands that, that cheap? You could like take the $3 million and, you know, Put a down payment on a house in Toronto. In Toronto. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, this was 1999, man. The dot-com bubble hasn't burst yet. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, and Donald Sutherland's like, yeah, thank God everyone on this boat is dead. And just when that happens, oh, it's like someone the, comes out of the closet and starts shooting them. Nadia from the opening. And she's just spraying bullets everywhere. It's yeah. surprised that nobody got hit. Shockingly, Epstein's Island sold for only eight million dollars in 1998. You're kidding! Wait, well, to so... him? Uh, to him? Like he okay. bought it for 19 in 1998 for eight million dollars. Okay, so you could probably get a smaller island for three. Yeah, mil. a tiny little one. Yeah, maybe. But you <laughs> gotta build all the infrastructure. That's where the new that's Patreon the goal. No such thing as a bad movie <laughs> island. Yeah, buy us an island. <laughs> We're coming at you from islands. You know, now they're building islands. You just, uh, yeah, that's what the rich people do now. Every day we do a show, we're like trudged out on stage, <laughs> <laughs> and no such thing as a bad movie island. What, so like people, it's yeah, it's like oh, I know. I guess we're like animals in a zoo. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. are you implying that like tourists are going to come to this island? <laughs> that's yeah, where we do our us. podcast, live podcast show, and they're going to yeah, come to see right. the show. Oh my god! <laughs> so it's like when you go to Hawaii and you go to like the Polynesian Cultural Center and you go to see the shows and all the pale sunburned people come in to watch <laughs> yes <laughs> and we're we'll be like have you guys ever seen the room <laughs> well we're talking about it again <laughs> 
Where we've got we've got three shows a day at, 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 at <laughs> oh my god five. three shows a day that I would put a bullet in my <laughs> mouth I would I would you feel like Donald Sutherland <laughs> yeah. you're like I failed you lad I'd be looking at a picture of me from high school I failed you laddie <laughs> oh what All a nightmare right, well, I, I, that's what I imagine like having uh, you know a show in Vegas would be like or something or at like the zoo oh, or something or yeah. in a circus <laughs> Vegas Zoo, <laughs> same, right? It kind of is like a tourist zoo, you know. You gotta... well, have you guys heard about David Copperfield's show? He's uh, got an island, a creepy island. He oh. does, but like his show, like he interacts with an alien and he goes back in time. <laughs> yeah, I want to see that. He says goodbye to his father. <laughs> we were trying to find. Next time, I want to see that. We were trying to. Last time we were in Vegas, we were trying to find the worst show to see. Uh, oh, it's definitely that. And so I, go- I googled <laughs> worst be. show in Vegas, but there is actually a show called The Worst Show in Vegas. Uh, and you're like, fuck. That sounds a little too self-aware. Yeah, I want to find yeah, one. You got to go see uh, uh, the Copperfield show. And there's an animat- animatronic puppet voiced by one of the Animaniacs. Yeah. Uh, Ron? Not like Frank Welker or anything? No, it's... No. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name. Oh God! I'm gonna look it up now because it's gonna bug me. Like but I want to see. Yeah. I just want to find like some you know off the beaten track magician that's really Ron bad. Paulson. That's right, Ron Paulson. Um, but you don't want it to be that bad, Colin. You want it to be like really like a polished turd. Yeah. That there's like 500 people there because I could get you a bad magic show mm. like very. Easily. All you gotta do is go to that Harry Potter bar. <laughs> Zing. I believe that Chris Angel. Uh, cure someone of cancer in every show. Oh, for so. God's okay, sake. Okay, we gotta see that. Come Chris on. Angel, yeah. I believe, still in Vegas. We were looking at yes. that German guy, Hans Klock. Yeah, he, he his poster looked good. Well, they had these like mobile uh, ad posters, so a truck would drive by with billboards on it, and we always saw Hans Klock, this like long blonde hair that was blowing in the wind. Yeah. All the magicians... You do a triple bill. You do Chris <laughs> Angel, you do... Uh... <laughs> David Copperfield, <laughs> and as a chaser, Carrot Top. There's, yeah, Carrot Top was yeah, in Vegas. You're, you're talking about like $1,000 in tickets right there. Oh, Listen, it's worth we it. get our island, we have another thing as a bad movie Vegas tour. Okay. Yeah. Can't we just bring them to us? <laughs> <laughs> to our island? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Sure. As long as they pay the bills, because they're rich. Oh, Carrot Top, yeah. Okay, I anyway. want to talk about my favorite thing in this movie. And I actually had a lot of things that I liked, the machines, most of all. But machines are amazing. The, the, when they rescue Nadia, and she's like incoherent. She mm-hmm. can't really put together what is happening. She just says, you have to cut the power, you have to cut the power. And um, somebody has a granola bar, <laughs> and she snatches it out of their hands and eats it like a little squirrel. Yeah, she does. And it's insane. She's <laughs> like... She's like holding it with two hands. Going, she looks mm-hmm. like a crazy person because she is, and it's hilarious. Yeah, it's and it's really worth funny. the price of admission. <laughs> oh, wow! So granola, Put it on the box. granola bar. Um, my favorite part. Wow. Uh, uh, okay, so we need to skip ahead a little bit here. Um, how about we get to the scene where they find this guy who's like a machine man, and they're hauling him into. Not even sick bay. They're in like the main, like the main. I think it's the bridge. Place. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they well first he attacks them in a hallway. Yeah, of course. <laughs> it's right um, after yeah. uh, uh, Marshall Bell and Richie find the robotics lab, which is fantastic. There's so many animatronics going on in this scene. It's amazing. Yeah. This is, this is my favorite thing by far. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. Just the detail. Like everything seems to be moving and like you know animated and doing something, performing. And you kind of mm-hmm. see these like 
um, dragonfly looking robots, but they have like human skin on their wings and stuff. It's right. really gross. And they apparently smell bad yeah. because guys like, what's that smell? Um, it's rotting flesh, I guess. Yeah, they get attacked by the captain. I think it's the Russian captain of the ship. Uh, you don't see his face, but I don't know. I guess they kill him and they bring his body up to the bridge. Like, did they just like blow him over? How easy was it for them to kill he, him? He is like, kind of standing there. He's like can, not moving. You can kind of see that he's attached to like a rig uh, uh, under, underneath his legs. He kind of looks know. like the Borg Queen. Yeah, he does. <laughs> um, oh, wait till Squeaky shows up. Yeah, so they bring him in and he's like not moving. So he seems like he's dead. Mm-hmm. And then they start like cutting him open and he starts like convulsing. And then Nadia's like, he was my husband. Yeah, he's wearing like, his wedding ring still. Yeah, and he's like rotting. She, so it's like pretty gross. Yeah, it's so gross. It's like the way the uh, the muscle and the skin are like fused with the metal. Again, good, pretty good special effects. Yeah, really good. Um, Steve Johnson. Amazing. He did uh, Slimer in the original Ghostbusters. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. He's a legend, legend of special effects. Um, uh, also a madman, supposedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Special effects. He wrote, uh, he wrote a book that sounded crazy. He was. Yeah, did it come out? Oh, yeah. Because like, it seemed like one of those, like, it'll be $200 if you want no, it. I yeah, he, uh, Rubberhead. Yeah, it was Rubberhead, part mm. one or something. He was married to Linnea Quigley. For years, he met her on a uh, like a shoot, some music video shoot or something. Yeah, I believe. Oh, didn't he work with her? Because she was in the she was naked in like the Freddy body that uh, famously collapsed oh, uh-huh. during one of the Nightmare on Elm Street shoots. Yeah. Uh, well, poor Linnea Quigley, she's always naked. Well, <laughs> yeah, she, ah, she likes it. She said, "Yeah, it's um, kind of her thing." Okay, so, so now we we meet uh, Robo Squeaky. <laughs> yeah, so he basically looks like the Borg. He literally looks like a Borg. Um, yeah, it's a very funny scene. But then we're introduced to like, this bigger robot, uh, which I guess is like the big bad robot. He's like the king robot. It's like the queen, yeah, the queen. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> the queen alien of robots. And he has like a face mm-hmm. with eyes. Why do robots need eyes? Uh, I don't know. Well, they but need to see. Right? They like also like have a thing where they want to like steal human eyes. Yeah. They're right? just like using us for spare parts. That's Which, what yeah. they say. Well, they get to a computer <laughs> and they start talking to it and it has my favorite computer thing where the person like reads out what yeah. they're typing. So what you know. do you want? Yeah. Uh, then, yeah. And so it's like, we want to eliminate the virus humanity oh no human was the real virus all along yeah and then that guy goes insane he like richie yeah he has some kind of mental breakdown and then he becomes like a commando like i'm gonna steal all these explosives and i'm gonna build he like builds something yeah he, instantly yeah he kind of does in like the, 10 uh, minutes he, he's like the the bill duke in predator turn he's like fuck this shit i've had enough yeah, and I guess it's revealed he's like an engineer, so he starts building this bomb to like blow up the ship or something. And he kind of he's like out of the movie for a little bit. Yeah, uh, which is interesting. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's at this point that Donald Sutherland, I don't know what the hell he's doing in this scene. It's like this gigantic robot is like smashing down the wall <laughs> and they're being attacked. And then it just cuts to him and it looks like he's sewing. <laughs> yeah, I thought I thought he was like rolling a tobacco or something. I don't know. It looks like he's doing cross stitching or something like that. I wouldn't put it past. And he's him. having a ball. He's like laughing in this scene and everything. Um, yeah, he's not reacting correctly, which is again that's Donald Sutherland. That's not the character. Yeah, he's just like I'm gonna just do whatever I want until somebody stops. Yeah, me. By the end of the movie, Donald Sutherland's like I'm giving this movie nothing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. this is it <laughs> exactly. Which is what it's it's quite amusing. Yeah. <laughs> And then he t- they all take off, and then he starts talking to the AI again. He's like, oh, you know, 
I'll help you get to shore. It is like the thing, I guess. Once it, once it gets to shore, it'll be able to, you know. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't. Continue yeah. Making clones Donald Sutherland. What is what? What what is his goal? He he wants this ship so bad that he he's willing to sell his soul to to alien robots. Yeah. Also, the big king robot um, kind of looks like General Grievous. The face does a little. Anyone? Bit. I don't know. <laughs> uh, it was tough because he wasn't coughing. That's the classic <laughs> General Grievous. Uh, I'm not even joking. Yeah, I know. Like, <laughs> and I mean, robots. have we talked about this? Because in the Clone Wars cartoon that uh, Tartakovsky made, General Grievous is so awesome and badass. And then in Revenge of the Sith, he's like, hey, "Jedi, I'm gonna kill you." <laughs> yeah, it was so bizarre. But then, yeah, it's set up in the. Uh, the animated show that he got injured or something, and it yes, like one of his lungs was crushed by a Jedi, uh, which you so do not know. Seeing Revenge of the Sith, uh, well, he's kind of like a, a cyborg, a cyborg, yeah, yeah, cyborg. Okay, he, he well, a, speaking ex- of cyborgs, <laughs> <laughs> virus, yeah, um, yeah. Richie goes nuts. Then we get Robo Sutherland, uh, which is really kind of gross. He like goes down to the the robot, like texts him back. It's like, meet me in the Robo Lab. Yeah, it does. <laughs> meet me downstairs. And he comes in the lab, and then they graft his head onto the Russian captain's like body or something like that. Is that what happened? I think so. Yeah, because he has like the Russian star tattooed onto his. Well, uh, naked you body. also like you see Donald Sutherland's like naked chest with these like appliances all over it, yeah. and it's it kind of looks like shit. But it, I don't it's know. I weird. think it's kind of creepy. But yeah, he he wanted. I think it took six hours for him to get into the makeup. He said he was only going to do it once. Yes. So they had to get all of his scenes done in one day. So he didn't have to be put into makeup again. I don't blame the guy. That's really funny. I don't blame the guy, which explains... <laughs> no, makeup sucks. I know. Uh, I mean, let's be honest. If his face is on the makeup, mm-hmm. he should only be doing one day. and You can shoot around him for the other stuff. For sure, yeah. And you can tell they did make uh, an animatronic version of him with, with mm-hmm. his face and everything. So... Also, Don Sutherland should be like, I'm an old man. I cannot do this. <laughs> you know, like makeup, you're going to spend six hours in that chair. You know you have to get to, you know, set at like two in the morning. Ugh, mm-hmm. that'd be the worst. So they defeat Donald Sutherland Very quickly. Uh, by shooting a rocket launcher. Oh, no, they throw a grenade inside his chest cavity. Yeah, they kind of... And then he blows they up. They set it up earlier in the movie that uh, Nadia has thermite grenades. That thermite? Melt, yeah, that melt the metal... <laughs> Um, he is in and out of this movie so fast. Or Robo, Robo Sutherland. Yeah. <laughs> I am now immortal. Oh no, my only weakness. <laughs> it's like two seconds Why later. Why didn't I see dead. this coming? <laughs> now we, and then we uh, we get to see the big CGI monster, uh, which I don't know. I, the animation is really good. I think. I, I like this big yeah. monster. He's practical too a lot of the he's time, cool. except when he's walking yeah. around. He would have been improved with buzzsaw hands. Oh, definitely. Everything oh. is improved with buzzsaw hands. Yeah. Donald Sutherland would be better with buzzsaw hands. But yeah, I like this creature, but I definitely, I liked it when it was not moving and when it was a practical yeah. thing. But the, the, Also, this creature is kind of a weenie. It's like, <laughs> where are the detonation codes? <laughs> yeah. And it's like, all right, not that menacing, I guess. Yeah, it should always be like one step ahead of everybody. Well, it can't mm. move that fast. The, in, so. When he's CGI, he can kind of yeah. he's like breaking through walls and stuff he reminded me of the uh the robocop 2 bad guy kane like the kane robot oh yeah but that guy was stop motion but in robocop Phil 2 Tippett as well yep Phil same person again. yeah there you um, go. he has a very particular quality to his uh animation <laughs> i guess 
Uh, have we gotten to the untimely end of Cliff Curtis yet? I know we hinted at it earlier. What happens to oh, him? Oh, yeah. They just like go. Yeah, so, they just so, leave the yeah, boat they have and to there's go, a storm and he gets yeah, knocked so they off. They have to go outside in the hurricane and Jamie Lee Curtis is okay. But then she's like, oh, help me, help me. And oh. then he helps her and then he falls and then they don't help him yeah, because they, 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 they don't can't. react. They're like, no. So basically he sacrifices himself to save Jamie Lee Curtis. We also missed uh, Marshall Bell's death, which is really funny. Yeah, how does he get it? Uh, he, uh, well, Robo Squeaky lifts him up over his head. Oh, right. And then the giant robot is behind Robo Squeaky and then punches through Marshall. <laughs> yeah, it looks pretty funny. It looks no, good, it, yeah. it's good. Like, it's like, a good effect. It's weird for a movie that is so violent in the sense that, like, all the creatures are gross, that there's not that much, like, violence perpetrated on the characters themselves. Yeah, I expected much more. I think that's mm-hmm. the only instance of it, really. It's yeah. off. Uh, some of it's uh, Marshall off Bell also gets hit with the nails in the oh, shoulder. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. That's pretty much that's it. Nothing. Yeah, yeah it, it's all like people disappearing in hallways and stuff, or getting blown up. Like, and it's like off screen, falling off board. You know. Yeah. That's kind of lame. So then this the creature kidnaps Jamie Lee Curtis. I guess brings it down to its lair. Where is the Where detonation? Is it's kind of like got Basically, her hanging from yes. her arms, and it's like torturing her to get the information that it wants. And then uh, I don't know. This like rocket shows up out of nowhere that Richie shoots. Uh, He had it earlier in the movie. Yeah, it's kind of like set up earlier, but yeah, it kind of knocks the robot on its side. They're able to escape. Uh, Billy Baldwin's there. Billy Baldwin's there. As you, well, that's what you say in any movie that you see him in. And I'm also there. (laughs) There's Billy Billy Baldwin's there. (laughs) Yeah, you do the like meme from uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and we were Caprio (laughs) pointing. Yeah. You watch like it's Billy was Baldwin. It War of the Worlds Annihilation. Oh, Billy Baldwin. <laughs> Billy Baldwin. <laughs> he's, he's there. Um, so yeah, they blow up the ship. They what is it like? Uh, there's only one ejection pod. Yeah. Or so Richie is gonna build blow the ship up because he has all these like thick bombs that he made. But yeah, there's only one left. And I was like, it's gonna be like Supernova. It's gonna be like Supernova. And it was. There's only one left. And he's like, you have to take it. So he straps her in. And then he's like, you have to go. And she goes, not without you. And she just grabs him. And then they fly out and they're ejected. And then aren't they on like a piece of wood or something like Titanic? Yeah, they're they're like (laughs) hanging on to to floating debris. But what does this thing do? Like, it didn't look like it's not an, an ejection, like an escape pod. It just seems just to fire them into you. the air. Where does it shoot you like hundreds of feet up into the air? <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like what, um, what happens? We wanted that shot of like uh, Die Hard yeah. 2 or Jamie Lee Curtis like going up towards Ooh. the camera like, oh. Yeah. And as so. people may have noticed, we barely mentioned Jamie Lee Curtis, even though she's technically the star of this yeah. movie. Yeah, she, she does very she's little. She's the main character, but yeah, she doesn't do a ton. She just spends the entire movie just being mad at everybody and annoyed at everybody. Hang on, what happens to Nadia? She gets killed, right? Uh, she, yeah, she gets blown up. There's a really great shot of her uh, blowing herself up. I think she like shoots the gas, yeah. and then the big monster is holding her, and it cuts to twice a shot of like the monster holding a dummy, and it explodes. <laughs> yeah, I think she helps like Jamie Lee Curtis escape. Yeah, she escape, makes it yeah. pretty far into the movie, and I was yeah. like, hey, two two females like at the end of a movie. I knew one of them wouldn't survive, but it's like usually you just have the token woman, and and then you like, get hey. she had to be punished for her <laughs> promiscuousness. Uh, you got Richie, the black guy. He survives like right to the end, almost the whole movie. Yeah, so um, that was nice. He kind of saves the day. So yeah, it's uh, it's a very weird scene. We see them like floating on the piece of the ship in the ocean, and then 
I don't remember what happens. Is that it's it? It's like another kind of piece of debris with like Cliff Curtis hanging onto it, like floating and Cliff Jamie, Curtis. He's got zombie yeah, face. It, like no, Jamie Lee Curtis like live. comes up and you kind of know. You think he's alive, but he's not. Yeah. And then she turns his face over and it's like, it's all skins, but then he comes alive with the pig screaming sound and it's a fake out. She just like wakes up in Billy Baldwin's arms oh, on, like, shit. on a helicopter right. or a ship or something. Ugh. It's like, okay, thanks movie. And that's it. That's, that's pretty much it. Well, that's stupid. Yeah. I don't want like a dream sequence fake out. Put, I know. put like a like a sequel set up like, oh my God, there's a robot on my hand or something like or that. Or something, yeah, it's on the ship and yeah. oh, they're going to go to shore. No, no. They couldn't even do that. No, they couldn't. Uh, yeah. It's a little little dull. Anyway, I liked this movie. Yeah. I it, know it kind of sounded like we're complaining about it, but I had a really good time watching it. It's not like the best bad movie ever, but I feel like there's definitely enough here. Mm-hmm. It's no Deep Rising, um, <laughs> which is, and it is very similar to Deep Rising, but uh, the artistry and there are some really yeah. corny lines. Donald Sutherland not giving a fuck. Oh my God. You've got a lot of good stuff here. Mm-hmm. And I'm surprised that more people don't talk about this yeah. or, or know about it. Yeah, I'd I, never I, even heard of it. I completely forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I'm like, oh yeah, it's a trailer that used to be <laughs> like running constantly. Well, another movie that you picked based on its trailer, yeah, <laughs> like sorry. Supernova. All right, I won't do that anymore. Hey, I mean, I like this movie. It's so working I'm glad well I watched for us. It. I just want to fly. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, why did you watch this movie originally? Because you've seen I watched it with before. Steve Kostansky because oh, right, made yeah. me watch it. Yeah, I see. Well. Uh, well, it's good to see where our our director's friends' influences come from, right? Yeah. Um, so that's it for this week. If you want to email the podcast, we're at no such thing as a bad movie at gmail.com. Consider supporting us on Patreon, patreon.com slash no such thing as a bad movie. If you're on the $5 level and up, you get a bonus episode every two weeks. And uh, we just recorded one on, uh, oh, the new Guillermo del Toro movie. Nightmare Alley. Nightmare Alley. Um, and also, if you're listening to this... When Best it, Picture nominee. That's right. And we talk a little bit about uh, the Oscars a little bit. <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this when it airs, uh, uh, our next episode is our 100th episode. So if you follow us on Twitter, uh, we're at No Such Thing Pod. You can give us suggestions for uh, movies that we can do. And we're going to have a poll next week. So we'll be up for about a week before we... Uh, actually record the episode so get on twitter uh, let us know what you would like us to review and when the poll goes up please vote and uh, thank you for uh, being with us for 100 episodes wow if you would like to find me i'm on twitter and instagram at april at mansky you can find me on twitter declue j d-c-l-o-u-x letter j or on letterbox at justin declue uh you can follow me on twitter sergeant zima s-g-t-z-i-m-a And that's it for this week. So uh, episode 99, virus, not too bad, right? Yeah. (laughs) Is this episode on YouTube yet, April? Put it on YouTube. I'm sorry, I forgot. (laughs) I didn't put it on YouTube because I forgot to hit uh, public. Um. (laughs) That's what happened that one time, so I'm sorry. Well, which episode? Uh, The last episode. Oh, Oh, I I thought that happens every time you post an episode that people ask that. (laughs) I think it was the one time I didn't schedule it, and Mm. uh, oh no, I forgot to hit public. So yeah, also we're on YouTube, and consider uh, uh, rating and reviewing us on iTunes. (laughs) Don't watch us on YouTube. Watch us somewhere else. It's easier. I uh, Man, I was looking at some of the uh, iTunes reviews for the podcast. Hey, we got some great ones. Um, (laughs) So thank you for those. uh, There's some horrible ones. Holy Thank shit. you for the, hey, you don't make it to, to the top without a few haters, <laughs> right? 
Um, anyway, thank you for everyone who's listened and tune in next week for the 100th episode. It's like, you know, Denzel said, it's like when you're, you're at your best, mm-hmm. that's when the devil comes for you. That's right. <laughs> oh, <whoa>, topical. <laughs> I'm April Atmansky. I'm Justin DeClue. And I'm Colin Cunningham. And remember, there's no such thing as a bad movie. <laughs> <laughs>